All right. Welcome to episode two, season two of the Lads Weekly podcast. Uh, a few weeks ago, we did an episode on March Madness and ranking your Rushmore. Um, wanted to take it away from sports and, you know, still do an interesting topic that I thought everyone would be interested in. So I got my, you know, my closest friend from BC, Seth Jordy, uh, Jordy with a J, a.k.a. J-Bone, a.k.a. Bone on the line. Um, and, you know, I'll introduce him shortly here, but Seth just started a cop, uh, or recently started a coffee company, Copper Coffee Company. So, you know, they, they have a pretty innovative approach. I've tried their product, not a huge coffee guy, but I really liked it. So I think that, you know, that speaks volumes to it. So really excited for them and what they have going. Uh, so thanks for joining us, Seth. It's, uh, it's quite an honor. I'm sure between talking to, you know, Cuban and potential investors, squeezing us in was a pain, but I appreciate it. Maddie, thanks for having me on. I think the last time we spoke on your podcast, we were talking about The Bachelor, so I'm glad that we've progressed past yeah, that point. We have. We've progressed a little. Uh, yeah, fun fact is, you know, I, Lads Weekly podcast, I think a couple summers ago I launched, but really the first episode ever was with Seth here when me and him for about 15 minutes in college debated The Bachelor after watching an episode. And it, it's pretty funny stuff. I'll dig it out of the vault. Uh, yeah, but thanks for joining I was, us. I was, I was hoping that was erased from the interwebs, but uh, yeah, no, it might still be out there. there. But, you know, we'll uh, we'll check it out. I, I I take donations if you want to get rid of it. We'll we can see about that. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, I um yeah, I really wanted to give everyone a chance to kind of learn a little more about copper. Um, like I said, I've tried it a little. Um, you know, I've tried it a little, so I'm really excited to dive in. Um. You know, like I said, Seth and me, we were great friends at BC, um, Boston College, a.k.a. Chestnut Hill University, because it's actually not in Boston or a college. Uh, so two fun facts there. And, you know, um, yeah, when, when Seth told me he was launching the coffee company, um, and since I've seen it progress, I've really been interested in their work. So I figured it would be great to have him on, kind of get light into it. not only his coffee business so that people can find out a little more about that, but also, you know, being a... Uh, the you know in our in our generation kind of you know hearing a little bit about launching your own business so pumped to have you man um you know like i always say we're not here for a long time we're here for a good time no sex politics or religion uh we're not here for a long time we're here for a good time this is the lads weekly podcast so thanks for joining me man awesome let's do it yeah man so you know Everyone, you know, you hear coffee or coffee company and you probably just shut off your brain after that because people probably think it's all the same. But, you know, give me a high level on coffer, copper coffee company and, you know, how you would elevate or pitch it to someone if they're asking what your business is all about. Yeah, so what I would say we do is we perfect one coffee that hopefully will charge you up. And so um, it's really, there's really three aspects that we focus on. Number one is quality, two is simplicity, and three is convenience. So for quality, we don't cut any corners on quality. Um, you know, like big coffee companies, they're trying to save costs every way they can. Um, and what we try to do is just not cut any corners on quality. Simplicity, um, we do all the work for you so that you don't have to. Um, you know, other coffee companies offer millions of options. Um, it gets overwhelming. So we just focus on one coffee called Charge. It's from our favorite region in Guatemala. Um, and it's really just the every down back coffee. It's the Saquon Barkley of coffee, we try to say. Um, okay. So it's something you can drink every day and not get tired of it. Um, so that's where we simplify things. 
And then lastly, it's convenient. You know, in 2020, you've got to provide an Unreal customer experience. And so our delivery model is based on convenience. Um, we do subscriptions where we deliver every two weeks. Um, you can pause or cancel whenever you want. Um, and, you know, subscription products only work on things that you use frequently, consistently, and you never want to run out of. Sure. So like razors are super successful for subscriptions, like Dollar Shave Club. Um, you know, contacts fall in that category. And so coffee is, you know, like the perfect product for prescriptions or subscriptions for those reasons. Um, and so that's basically a high level summary of the business. Um, where we're at today, I'd say, you know, if this were a golf round, we'd be on hole one. Uh, I think we're off to a really good start. Uh, we nailed the product. Uh, I think we've nailed the delivery model based on, you know, repeat orders. Uh, but there's a long way to go. And, you know, anything can happen from here. And so, you know, we've been focused on the product and relied on word of mouth. Um, and then we're starting to get into some social media channels and things like that now. Sure. No, that's, that's, that's a good overview, especially, uh, you know, from what I've observed as well as some, you know, behind the scenes nuggets that I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't know. So that's, I appreciate you filling us, filling us in there. Um, you know, expanding upon that and kind of what I know about, you know, how you receive the coffee and preparing it, um, which, you know, is based around simplicity, quality. And like you said, uh, what was, what was the third, uh, third pillar you had there? convenience yeah and convenience exactly those it checks all those boxes super easy um you know it, it, the the classic question why what makes your coffee kind of different why would someone you know stock up on your coffee and decide to why do you think that they're going to decide to keep kind of going back to it what um you know beyond those things is there you know is um are there decisions that you've thought of in your coffee that you know other coffee companies you liked or they aren't doing so you decided to do it um i guess what what differentiators are with uh copper and i guess that would be expanding upon those three kind of pillars you talked about for sure so so i guess backing up to how the company started um you know my brother and i traveled frequently for work and our typical routine was you know coffee in the morning coffee mid-morning from you know the office in a keurig and then maybe you're stopping at a starbucks in the afternoon Sure. Um, and it was just that constant cycle of, you know, drinking coffee all day and, and not really feeling that good. Um, and then one day my brother tried fresh roasted coffee from a local coffee roaster. And he said it felt completely different. Um, so I tried it out and it was just an absolute game changer. And, you know, really from there, we were, you know, down the rabbit hole of learning everything we could about coffee. And through that process, um, we did a lot of research on, you know, coffee in the industry today and you know we realized it was just not fresh so coffee when it's roasted only stays fresh for about a month um, and if it's pre-ground um, you can pretty much forget about it being fresh because it's only going to stay fresh for you know hours okay. and so the coffee that you're buying at grocery stores the coffee that you're buying at these you know famous big brand big coffee shops um, it's just not fresh and so that's where we started um, and you know really went from there and so how we differentiate ourselves, I would say we just don't cut corners in the way that big coffee does. So if you think about fresh roasted, we roast on Mondays and ship it within 24 hours, whereas the coffee that's in stores is sitting on shelves for months. Gotcha. Um, our coffee is organic, and only 3% of the coffee in the industry is organic. Uh, ours is single origin from Guatemala, 
Whereas, you know, coffee at the grocery store is a blend of, you know, cheap beans from several different regions. And then lastly, you know, ours is whole bean. And so you have to grind it right before you roast it so that it's fresh. Whereas, you know, a lot of coffee today is, is pre-ground. Gotcha. No, that's actually, that's really good insight. And I didn't, uh, the way I phrased that question, I realized wasn't actually easy, but you kind of really filled me in on some good stuff there. I think, I think one of the key things I've noticed with copper and, you know, it's intentional. Um, you just described why is the fact that, you know, you're getting the whole beans and you have to grind them before. I think it's pretty evident that, you know, you know, regular coffee drinkers will have a grinder in their house or, um, you know, or they, they certainly see the value of grinding it before roasting. Um, I think you told me a metaphor about kind of like steaks and ground beef once and, you know, comparing that to coffee. What, what was that? What was that metaphor? I think, um, am I getting that accurate? Or was that? (laughs) Yeah. Let me think about that. So it was buying quality coffee that's pre-ground is the same as going to a nice steakhouse and buying like ground beef. And so, you know, you, you want to, if you're buying good stuff, you want it in its purest form. And so that's why we'd recommend, you know, only buying holding coffee. I like that. I like that. Yeah, absolutely. No, you get what you pay for and uh, you get the, you know, you want the quality. So yeah, it certainly kind of puts to rest why you would, you know, someone argue, Hey, just give it to me ground. So yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, a couple of, you know, a few things I've heard you say this a couple of times in the, in the, first, you know, 10 or so minutes, however long we've been talking here, but you've, you've referred to big coffee a couple of times and I'm thinking like big pharma and like those stigmas around big corp. Is that what you guys are? Are you trying to coin this over at coffee or over at copper? Uh, the, you know, the, the, the big coffee stigma. For sure. And so, you know, and through the process of, you know, researching coffee in general, we did a lot of research on the big coffee companies. And honestly, we're not impressed at all with some of the practices they were doing, um, specifically on, on how fresh the coffee was. And so you'll see the expiration date on all the big coffee brands' bags, and it'll say like a year in advance, but they'll never put the roast date. So you have no idea when the coffee was roasted. It could be, could be you know, a month ago. It could be six months ago. Damn. And so I felt like that was a little bit fraudulent. And then the other big thing was, you know, big coffee companies, they put blend like huge in front of the bag like it's a, it, like it's a good thing um, but you know blends are always going to be cheaper than single origin and there's a reason for that they're taking the cheapest coffee beans they could find blending them together and then you know packaging them in a blend yeah and it's so like when you take the leftovers you really want from the quality, fridge sorry what was that uh, i was just making a you know drawing a comparison in my mind it's like when you take a little bit of everything you have in the thr- fridge and just throw it together that's not exactly a uh you know there are more quality ways to go about a meal. Exactly. Um, and then lastly, you know, if you're thinking about the big, I don't want to name names, but the big uh, brands, sure. you know, all of their coffee is, is a dark roast. Even their light and medium roast, they're really a dark roast. And the reason for that is they're using cheap coffee beans. And so um, when you do a dark roast, you can burn off the defects of cheap coffee beans. And so we use a light to medium roast because it's healthier. Um, and since we're using a quality product and a quality bean, we don't really have to worry about some of those defects. Interesting. Yeah. No, I mean, hey, I'm, uh, you know, I don't think since I'm not a big coffee drinker, I don't think I've ever been, um, you know, a supporter of the big coffee companies. But, you know, now more than ever, I'm, I'm 
I'm full, uh, I'm full down with big coffee. So I'm definitely going to be, I'm definitely going to be using that phrase a little bit. <laughs> it's good. It's good. They're probably not, they're probably not as evil as some of the other, you know, big corporations, but, uh, sure, sure. just a little bit, uh, a little bit fraudulent, I'd say. Yeah, sure. Fraudulent, misleading, uh, however you want to, yeah. however you want to spin it. You know, one thing for you guys, and I know, like you said, you're on hole one of the golf course, but hey, you've made it off the driving range. You got to your tee time on time. So those are, those are things to uh, check the boxes for. for. For you guys, I can imagine just through the wave of social media channels, channels and how consumers interact these days with, you know, various channels, what what are the what do customer demands look like in 2020? How are you, you know, early on in this journey? How are you looking at outreach and you know even marketing efforts for reaching you know your audiences? For sure. Um, so in 2020, you know, it's really all about the customer experience. If you look at companies like Warby Parker, Dollar Shave Club, Castor Mattresses, um, they really disrupted their industries because the 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 old players had a terrible customer experience. I mean, if you've ever been to a mattress shop, it's just an absolute nightmare. Um, and so that's why they've been successful is they've really focused on the customer experience. And so that's what we really want to try to do. And, you know, we benefit from being small. Um, you know, we can do things right now that at scale you couldn't do. Like if there's any problem, you know, the email is going directly to me and I can solve it in 10 minutes. I think we had someone call in um, or email me yesterday saying that, the USPS, they didn't deliver their coffee. And within 20 minutes, um, we had a coffee going out the door. And so we can do things like that that, are, that, you know, bigger companies can't do. And it's all about just, you know, customizing the customer experience to uh, really make it phenomenal for them. Absolutely. And so what, um, what do you think? So it seems like, and, you know, built on every good foundation are a couple key pillars and you've described them. It seems like you can kind of go back to your key pillars for, for, you know, calling upon how you're driving that good customer experience, not only with the quality you provide, but also the convenience in your subscriptions and the, um, you know, and the just, what's the third one? Shit, I keep, I keep doing this and I thought I had it down too. Quality, simplicity, and convenience. <laughs> All right, yeah, and then the simplicity because, you know, you, people don't have to, it's not a strenuous process, it's pretty easy. Um, you know, it's straightforward. You get the beans fresh roasted within 24 hours. They ship to you. You grind them yourself. You make the coffee. Um, are there any other things that you're doing or thinking about doing um, to really feed into your, you know, your belief that it's all about the customer experience or do you really pride yourself on those key pillars and let that kind of do the talking? Yeah. So, I mean, the good thing about coffee is like, you can't really fake it. If, if people don't like the product, they're just not going to buy it. Sure. Um, so, and it's not very expensive, so people can try it out. And so you can't really fake coffee, um, which is, a, which is a plus for us. Um, but the other thing is the subscription, you know, there's, there's lots of subscriptions out there, but the key is making the subscription valuable rather than, you know, just a money grab. And so some of the things that we do is we ship it every two weeks because one cup of coffee a day equals one bag. And gotcha. two cups of coffee a day equals two bags. So it makes it super easy to determine like how much coffee you need. Um, and you're just never going to run out. So if you're drinking a, one cup a day, if you're on the every two week cycle, you're, you're good to go. And um, it's really customized for you. Sure. Sure. No, that's good. I mean, I like it. I'm, you know, I, um, my pop's a big coffee drinker. I'm, uh, he wants me to order him a few bags. He looked at the website last night. So, you know, I'll be getting in that order and, uh, 
you know, if it's lying around what, the house uh, here. What's Big Ken drinking these days? Dude, he's definitely, I, I'm a novice at coffee, so you're going to laugh at the terms, but, you know, he's definitely a black coffee, no sweeteners, no creams, which I'm sure, you know, I'm sure at the level you're looking at coffee, that's, that's you know, you better be. Like, there's no, there's no sweeteners or sugars involved. So he's, he's definitely a black roast kind of guy. I think, um, I think in general he supports local. We're from Portland, Maine, so he'll do some brands up here. He's definitely not like a Yeah, which is great. Uh, but you know, having said that, he wants something, you know, if there's something personal, you know, a friend of mine and, you know, someone that he knows well, like yourself, he definitely wants to support it. So excited for that. Um, but yeah. Yeah. And, and one thing I would say is, you know, there's a fine line between, you know, providing good coffee and, you know, being sort of that coffee snob, which, you know, we, we don't want to be. And so, you know, I think our market is more people who are, are drinking some of the big coffee brands and just want a better product rather sure. than, you know, that, that person needs to, you know, experiment with all the coffees around the world. It's more yeah, about you know, finding the one coffee you really like um, and then not having to worry about knowing everything about coffee, knowing everything about the region. You know, we want to do that work for you um, so that you, so that all you really worry about is, you know, just how, how good the coffee tastes and how good it makes you feel. Yeah. No, I like that. I like that too. Cause I think, I don't know. I think that's realistically people our age or people in the workforce right now is, is kind of that, you know, I, I would bucket the people I know into that bucket. Um, obviously there's outliers, people that are huge coffee snobs, people that never touch coffee. Um, but yeah, I like that a lot. And also it sounds like, you know, you guys have a very quality product and I can attest to that, that, you know, if a coffee snob comes across your product, great. I think, you know, we think they'll like it as well. But, you know, we're just not trying to trying to only single out to that demographic. Um, so, yeah, man. For sure. And, and the challenge with that is, you know, we try to do all these things where we don't cut corners. Um, but you don't want to market like the 10 different things that we do. It, it kind of makes the, the product confusing. Sure. And so what we're really trying to focus on now is, you know, what do people actually care about? Do people care that the coffee is from Guatemala, uh, which is where ours is from? Or do they care that it's organic and trying to figure out like the two or three things that people care about most and not really focusing on those, you know, when we go and, and sort of, um, you know, present the product to customers. I like that. Yeah. No, that's, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah, that is a good thing to noodle on too. And, you know, I'm sure you're, you're asking around and getting various people's, you know, opinions and kind of, you know, um, you know, focus group style, just, you know, picking people's brands. So yeah, that's, I, I hadn't thought about that, but that's, that's intriguing. Um, all right. So shifting, shifting away from copper specifically and not, that doesn't mean, you know, um, you know, don't mention it in these next few points we talk about, but more just, you know, at a wide scope, um, bird's eye view. Um, you know, one thing, you know, we're, we're younger guys. We've, we've been in the workforce. Sure. But you know, you launched this coffee company and are fully, you know, fully committed. I'd, I'd like to hear um, just as a friend and someone in the workforce, on the business aspect side of things, what, what type of things um, have you learned, you know, from starting your own business? There's things that they don't tell you. Maybe, maybe the glamorous, the not so glamorous stuff you don't necessarily read about when you're, uh, when you're launching uh, something from the ground up. I would say first, starting a business in 2020 is easier than it ever has been. Okay. Um, you know, the barriers to entry are, are so much lower than they were you know, five, 10 years ago. Um, so like I built the website on Shopify in you know, a few weeks. There's no way I could have ever done anything like that in, 
in you know, 2015 without knowing like any coding or, or things like that. Um, so you can like start a website and sell anything, you know, in a day, really today. Um, so that was one of the pros. One of the cons I'd say is, you know, Murphy's Law is real. Any, anything that can go wrong probably will go wrong. Yeah. Um, and we've had, you know, every single issue come up with, you know, all of our suppliers, you know, we've got products with the label, you know, nowhere near the right place and we had to send everything back. Um, things like that where you just got to learn um, that that's inevitably going to happen. And instead of, you know, dwelling, you know, trying to enjoy the challenge of you know, fixing things and, and, you know, moving forward. Um, yeah. But I guess like a good story is like our, our first ever um, launch day. Like, so we re-roast on Mondays and ship everything on Tuesdays. Yep. Um, and we, we really didn't do a trial run. And so we launched like on a Saturday night at midnight. I was at a wedding and just like hit, hit go on the website and everything was live. And so we had you know probably 30 orders coming in from families and friends. And just like that, that whole Monday, like trying to figure out how to package everything, ship everything. Um, just really learning how to fly. It was, it was so crazy and so hectic, but you know, it's just truly a rush. It's just a lot oh, of fun. I can imagine. Probably had to be charged up for that thing. You're probably drinking the coffee the whole day. <laughs> Gotta stay charged, Maddie. Absolutely. How many cups are you on these days? How many, what would be your subscription? <laughs> so I actually just read an article about this. Um, how, you know, I used to think like drinking a lot of coffee is you know, unhealthy and bad for you. And I kind of felt guilty telling people I drank, you know, quite a few cups a day. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the science behind it actually says, you know, drink three or four cups of coffee a day if you want to be the healthiest. So I try wow. to drink three cups a day, usually two cups of charge and maybe mix in a decaf late in the afternoon. Okay. Uh, that's where I'm at right now. Okay. What about you? Uh, I'm definitely, I've been through periods of at work where I'll do it every day. Right now I'm on the, not in my routine at all. Occasionally on a weekend, I'll do it if I want to, you know, get a little, get a little coffee buzz going, get a, get that, get that energy. Um, but yeah, I'd say when I do do it, it's one cup a day in the morning, you know, straightforward fastball down the middle, um, get your day charged. And once I get my, once me and my pop order another, um, you know, a couple bags of charge here, I'll get on that, the one cup a day thing. So I, I'm a pretty simple hitter, but nonetheless, you know, I enjoy a good cup and, you know, I, I like the taste and the, the kind of, you know, the, um, all the things that come with it. So pretty straightforward. Love it. Yeah, man. Well, what about, um, yeah, I mean, I can imagine the first day was probably, you know, organized chaos and, you know, shipping and, you know, packaging. And like you said, just the whole, the whole operation without a dry run are there beyond the, um, beyond the kind of operations or beyond the physical operations side, are there anything like, I mean, I'm thinking, you know, even though it's extended to July 15th, April 15th was a few days ago, like now that you have copper or taxes, a pain in the ass, like you have a company that does that for you. What, what does that look like? I mean, you don't have to go too far into it cause it's, it's taxes, but, um, stuff like that. I, I hadn't even considered. Yeah. So it's funny you say that. Um, so actually we didn't get revenue until 2020. So oh, we don't have to worry about okay, that okay. until 2021. Um, yeah, we're just you know, running the financials on my QuickBooks. Yeah, um, for sure. For now. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. And yeah, you guys recently launched, so that makes sense. Um, yeah, man. No, I think, um, I think, you know, hearing about it all, um, 
you know, it's, it's, it's definitely, you know, I, I'm going to be picking your brain throughout this whole process, not only on how copper's going and, you know, giving any ideas I can, whether you take them or throw them out the window, that's fine. But also, um, you know, just, just the whole, you know, business aspect. I mean, I'm sure you're learning so much. So that's, that's awesome. Um, yeah. You start to learn what you don't know pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, so luckily, you know, I've reached out to you on the marketing side. I know you're actually the one who picked our logo, I think. Um, oh yeah. We were helping with that. Na- that's right. That's right. The 90, the 99 designs, it's an awesome website. For those who don't know, you pay like 250 bucks and you get like 50 designers who send a logo in based on, you know, your description. Yeah. Um, 99 designers. Because, what's that? What's the, what's the, uh, yeah, I, I, I had to give it my fresh set of eyes just from a consumer perspective. So I'm glad, glad that was taken into consideration. Um, Wait, what's the website called? 99designs or designers? 99designs, I think. Okay. All right. Not bad. It's pretty cool. You know, if I, uh, if I need a fresh logo for the Lads Weekly podcast, I, uh, I know where to go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, man. Um, so what is actually, you know, one thing I hadn't, we hadn't discussed before this call, but I'm curious just as we're talking about it. What is, and you know, I, I know we focus more on the coffee and, the end experience. But now that I have you, I kind of want to pick your brain just at a very high level. What is your day to day look like in terms of running the business? Like I'm sure, like how many vendors do you have to be in touch with on a daily basis? I know there's some, you know, the grind that goes into it. I'm sure it's, I'm sure you don't have it down to science because it's probably different every day, but what does that kind of look like? Yeah. So the day to day has changed quite a bit. Um, I would say like the first two or three months was just like all before, you know, we launched the product. It was all research, doing all reading about coffee. Um, then it became, you know, researching different business models, like dollar state clubs and things like that. Sure. And try to pinpoint, you know, what would work for coffee. Um, and then from there, it was really you know, hardcore, like building the website and testing, you know, hundreds of different coffees. Um, Finally got lucky and found one that we absolutely loved and got the website done. Um, that was back in you know, early 2020. Um, and then from there, it's really just been trying to get it out to as many people as possible, start to get the social media going um, and then you know, evolving the strategy um, you know, every day. I would say, you know, one thing, you know, I think our strategy is you know, never compromising on, on quality. And, you know, one story that came up is um, when we were looking at hats, we were actually, Looking between two vendors, like one from China yep. through Alibaba, another one from North Carolina. Um, yeah. And the China one was about two and a half times cheaper. Um, the hats were you know, pretty similar, um, but the North Carolina one was definitely better. Yeah. Um, and you know, I, I was going to go with the cheaper one. My brother really convinced me to you know, go with the premium product because you know, that's really what our strategy is, is you know, never cutting any corners on quality. And so we're really just trying to reinforce that throughout the, the rest of the business. Yeah, man. No, I love it. I think, uh, you know, American made is a bonus too. And, um, you know, we always, you know, we support that here at Lads Weekly, all, uh, the whole company does and all the personnel. Um, but yeah, man, when no, are, I think, when are we going to get some Lads Weekly gear? Dude, it's gotta happen. I mean, it was, I, you know, I just gotta, I gotta get out from behind the desk and make it happen. I want to do that though. And, you know, I think one thing I'll do is definitely, um, hook those up that have been on it with, with little merch when I do that. So I'll, I'll have something coming your way. We'll do a little exchange. I got a sweet copper <laughs> tee that I've been wearing to work. Um, you know, modern day workforce, you wear, uh, you wear what you want to. So 
I've been capitalizing on that with copper, but yeah, you guys have some great merch. I got to get a hat in there too. So we'll let people check it out. I'll post the link, but yeah, no, it's, it's good to hear. And I think, you know, the successful companies you read about and, you know, from stuff I've observed it at my company, uh, the company I'm working on now, um, you know, yeah, you got to lead by, you got to lead by your pillars and that, that includes who you partner with and the, you know, in the manufacturers, distributors or whatever you want to, or whatever path you're going down. So I think, uh, you know, the quality route speaks volumes to what you guys are, what you guys are trying to do. Definitely. All right. Hit me with this. Who are a few, you know, we're getting coffee off the ground. We never know whose eye can catch or whose eye it's already caught. Um, who are a few celebrities or athletes that you think would really take to copper? Have you, have you given that any thought? Celebrities or athletes who, who I want to drink copper that's the question yeah want to drink copper you think you know if you know of any big coffee drinkers in those categories you think would gel with copper really well either or i guess gotcha um number one i'd say brian koppelman who is the writer of billions and rounders okay he's he's, he's pretty big on twitter and he has this this thing called the royale which he calls the first cup of coffee every day it's just the Royale. And so you've got people all over Twitter who, you know, post the hashtag and post themselves drinking the Royale every day. And I just, I just love that idea. I like um, that. So if we, if we can join forces with, with Brian, that would be awesome. Yeah. There's yeah. one. I would say two would be Phil Mickelson. Fair. Which I think would be hilarious because he's actually getting pretty big into coffee. If you follow him on Is Twitter. It? Okay. He, he keeps posting coffee for wellness and things like that. So, so who knows? Maybe we'll be competing with Phil down the line. But Damn. I think it'd be great if we can get Phil charged up. That'd yeah, be getting awesome. Phil charged up would be good. I mean, say what you want about the guy, but fact of the matter is, you know, he's he's pretty hilarious and he relates to fans pretty well. So I'd love a I'd love a chance to get get a little fresh roast in front of Phil. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, man. All right. Well. I know we've been talking a little bit about copper and the business model. So let me, let me flip things on their head and go to a little shotgun round of, uh, of this or that just totally, you know, Pepsi or Coke type questions. And you tell me, you know, for those you want to explain your pick, go ahead. For those that you don't, we can just move to the next one. I'll give my input as well. But uh, what do you think about 10 or so of those you down for that? Let's do it. All right, man. Let's see what, what's behind the, uh, the man at copper. All right, Whole Foods or Trader Joe's? Trader Joe's, better prices. Yeah, I like Trader Joe's. I'm a, I'm a Trader Joe's guy for that for that as well. Although Whole Foods, I got them both next to me, Whole Foods hot bar when I'm hungover. If Trader Joe's had that, I'd be all over it. They don't, so that's when I sucker to Whole Foods. Um, <laughs> all right, and the NBA or the NFL? Uh, definitely the NFL. Just yeah, for most, fantasy, fantasy football purposes. Sure, sure. Yeah, most people are – I would say most people, in, at least, that I associate with slant towards the NFL. I'm more of an NBA guy, actually. I think it just comes down to liking basketball more, but I know that the majority usually fall in the NFL. All right. Um, coffee specific here. Are you – and honestly, I know so little about the methods that this question might not even make sense, but are you more of a drip, <laughs> are you more of a drip or pour-over kind of guy? Oh, that makes sense. Okay. Um, I'm definitely a pour over guy. Make make a few every day. Okay. Uh, but there's a lot of a lot of good drip machines out there. But sure. uh, I would say I'm more of a pour over guy. All right. 
Right. We got to get you dialed in on the uh, the Chemex, Natty. Dude, I know, I know. We'll start off. With, I'll get my I'll get my bag from Copper, and you know, I, I've had f- periods of my life where I drink coffee every single day, one cup. So I'll, I'll get back to that. Um. All right. All right. Let's see. Here's a big one. We got not to not like they need any more endorsement for this, but we got Jordan's Last Dance coming out on Sunday. I'm pretty sure the internet just bullied ESPN into releasing that in April instead of June because of COVID nineteen. So, you know, that leads me to ask the question, are you a Jordan or LeBron guy for the best ever? I would definitely go with Jordan. Okay. I will say this. I think if LeBron was on the Bulls during that day, he would for sure have six titles, if not more. Um, But I think Jordan definitely benefited from a little better supporting cast. I know my, uh, my buddies might give me a hard time for that answer. No, that's fair. I'm more of a Jordan guy, too. I think it's just because, you know, grew up idolizing him. I've seen the tapes. I mean, this last dance will be a good refresh on just going into his psyche. And, you know, I'm not a LeBron. I used to be a LeBron hater. I've come around to that. I respect what he does and how good he is, but I'd still put Jordan there. So how does that work? Is it is it releasing all at once, like Netflix, or are they? No, so, yeah, so they're doing, I think it's a 10-part docuseries, and every Sunday for five weeks, they're releasing two hours at a time. Um, so, gotcha. yeah, 9 p.m. Eastern. So that's, that's kind of what I'll be doing before bed. All right. Um, I shouldn't even have to say what show this from, so I won't, but are you a Pam or a Karen guy? <laughs> uh, definitely Pam. Yeah. For sure. Got to go team Pam. I mean, her and Jim, you know, John Krasinski, they, uh, you know, I'll give away the show. It's the office for those that wouldn't know that, but yeah, I mean, Karen never really stood a chance. I think, uh, she's a great girl. She was super nice, but I think, you know, unfortunately she was put in a position where dramatic irony wise, everyone was rooting against her. So here's what it is. Speaking of, speaking of Jim, I was listening to an interview with John Krasinski in the past week. Yeah. And he sounds completely, completely different than Jim sounds like his, his real voice. It's totally different than Jim's. It, it kind of blew my mind. Have you That's heard him interesting. talk? Yeah, because I've been watching that. You know how he does that, like, some good news thing, which sounds kind of cheesy, but honestly, it's um, it's kind of like a national hero for it. Basically, once a week, he's releasing, you know, an episode from his home office of just good news and things that have happened, and he gets, like, you know, um, celebrity, whatever, like, people to join him. Um, so, yeah, I've been hearing his voice. I haven't, I haven't caught on to that, though. I'll have to actually scrutinize it. That's interesting. Yeah, I think I was watching that. I think it was the Steve Carell one. Okay, okay. But uh, uh, maybe it's in my head. Hey, I'll, I'll give it a look. I never, I didn't think to stop and, you know, scrutinize it. So now I got, I got something to do after this. Uh, all right, man, flipping to the TV side of things. You got, you got Walter White, the OG, well, not OG, but, you know, our modern day, whatever you want to call it, um, versus Marty Bird. Who are you taking? I have to go with Marty Bird. I actually think he's my favorite character in any movie or TV show. Dude, he's the, he's so cool, calm, and collected. It's insane. I don't, I don't, I don't. It really it. is. <laughs> I'm like, on. His eyes are just looking straight at the ground, and he's just outsmarting people. It's awesome. I know. I need. I want to like adopt some of his mannerisms. It's crazy. Um, yeah, man. Now I, I mean, I'm on season three, episode two. They just launched the Riverboat Casino, so I guess. I was going to say no spoilers, but that in and of itself is kind of a spoiler if you haven't <laughs> the end of season two. So, uh, yeah, it's good so far. Um, all right. 
supporting cast wise, same shows. We got Breaking Bad, we got Ozark. Are you a Jesse Pinkman or a Ruth Langmore uh, preference? Ooh, I would have to go with I have to go with Ruth Langmore, but there may be some recency bias. I haven't seen I haven't seen Breaking Bad since I think our sophomore year when it was when it was in this yep. final season. No, I remember that, man. Yeah, I, I, I think I'd go Langmore too. I actually like Jesse as a character. Some people thought he was kind of whiny or whatever, but I, I, I did like him. But Ruth is, and maybe it's recent you see Bynes too, but she, she's a badass, man. I'm, I'm a fan of hers. I've come full circle on her. So she's definitely a character I'm, you know, favoring in that show. All right. For sure. Will Ferrell characters. You go Ricky Bobby, Talladega Knights, or Chaz Michael Michaels from Blades of Glory? That's an easy one. Ricky Bobby. Chaz Michael Michaels. I don't think I've seen what is is that the Blades of Glory? Yeah, I don't think yeah. I've seen that more than once. Or I've oh. seen I think I've seen Talladega Nights over thirty or forty times. All right, all right. So you're on the you're on the exact you're on the extreme spectrum of Talladega Nights. Cause see, I like Talladega and I think he has more quotable lines, but I think holistically he's actually hilarious in Blades of Glory, like maybe funnier. So I'm gonna go Chaz Michael Michaels. I know it's an unpopular opinion. Wow, that's pretty bold. Yeah, it's bold. Hey, give it a rewatch. Let me know what you think. Um, all isn't, right. uh, isn't Pam actually in that movie? Yep, yep. Pam's in that movie, um, along oh. with Napoleon Dynamite. So they got a hilarious cast. Um, I'll have to give another listen, another watch. Yeah, give it another run through. It does have some good lines. I don't know how well it's aged, but when I was like 13, it was hilarious. So, um, all right. Switching to the city side of things. You two. I don't want to say up and coming because that's not the right word, but two very hot cities right now, uh, COVID aside, which one are you going with? You going with Nashville or are you going with Austin, Texas? I mean, I have to go with Austin. I don't, I don't think I ever mentioned it, but where Copper Cop is based in Austin, Texas. So yeah, I was kind of giving you – when I was writing that down, I was kind of trying out. to work that in. <laughs> Nashville's great, but come on. ATX yeah. is the best. Yeah, man. I mean, hey, I, I, tr- I trust the fresh roasted beans uh, being roasted then sent to me 24 hours from Austin. So, heck, I, I have never been. So that's actually the next city kind of on my list once we get out of this because I'm a big Nashville guy. But I hear, you know, if you like Nashville, you'd love Austin. So that's where I'm headed next. All right. Definitely. A few more fictional characters here. We got Tim Riggins from Friday Night Lights or you got Smash Williams. Which, uh, which style are you more partial to? I have to go Tim Reagan's. He's one of the coolest characters in the TV show. Oh, uh, dude. With the quarantine, I think my hair is starting to get to that point. Uh, oh, wow. With all the, That's bold. All the haircut places being closed. Yeah, no. No, it's a, it's a struggle. I don't have a razor either. I had Maggie, my girlfriend, cut my hair, and she did a good job. But, um, you know, we're all resorting to desperate measures, so I'm glad, I'm glad she's handy. Um, all right. Are you going? Who did you go with there? Oh yeah, sorry, sorry. Smash is obviously a talent on the field, more talented at football overall. But Riggins is the hard hitter. Riggins is the coolest dude. You know, he ends up being a great friend. I'm definitely a Riggins guy. If I, you know, I have a good, you know, I like my like my job, I like where I'm what I'm doing. But if if I was offered a job at Riggins Riggs, I would drop what I'm doing and go take it. Right now. And if I needed to be the guy that buried the chop shop parts, I would do that too. <laughs> how how sweet was his ranch? I'm not a oh. ranch guy at all, but oh, but it was that- great. That property he was on was just awesome. Oh, Riggins is king. Yeah, no, I, I don't see how you couldn't pick that. That was kind of unfair to Smash. I should have done like a Smash or Saracen thing. But, you know, 
you live and you learn. All right. Two, staying on the Friday Night Light trend, uh, the show is so fictional, as well as another fictional movie. Two quarterbacks that are destined for college and pro stardom only to have their careers derailed. Pre-injury, who are you going with? you going with Jason Street from Friday Night Lights, or are you going with Lance Harper from Varsity Blues? <laughs> uh, I have to go with Lance Harper. Uh, Paul Walker, the best worst actor of all time. That's a good way to put it. He, he was a good, bad actor. <laughs> yeah, I got to go with R. Paul R. Walker. Yeah, no, seriously, RIP. I got to go with Lance Harper, too. His style is just so, like, you know, laid back and cool. And, you know, the way he, like, hops into a truck and there's a billboard across the street of him and he just brushes it off like nothing. Obviously, the whole point is, you know, pointing to that. But I, I have to go with uh, Lance Harper. All right, here's my last one. And you're probably going to be upset that this is even being posed. And maybe you answer, maybe you don't. I don't know. I'm going to leave it up to you. Pre-copper days, pre, you know, down with big coffee. Well, not down with big coffee, but here's what we're doing right, that big coffee should take a second look at. You know, the big debate in the Northeast, across the country, particularly in the Northeast, though, is are you a Starbucks or are you a Dunkin' guy? Um, you know, before all this, which one are you picking? I'd have to go neither. I, I can't. I can't. <laughs> all right, not, all right. I was good faith give an answer there. No, that's fair. I will I, say ever since, you know, I've seen the light, I you know, haven't had coffee at one of those places. So I'm trying to yeah, keep that going. Um, maybe, maybe desperate times will have to break down, but I'm hoping to keep that streak alive. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, man. Well, that was a good little shotgun round. Those are some pretty popular, popular, you know, I'm biased for me because I've seen all these movies and stuff, but those are some pretty ones I like to have people weigh in on. Um, no, I mean, this has been a really what, good overview. What, where did we go? Where did we go in college? Uh, I think we I went think, to Duncan a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I right? think we went to Duncan because there was one near BC's main <laughs> campus. And then, but when we were off campus, Starbucks was closer in Cleveland Circle. And I remember we kind of did like, I think we did work there a couple of times if we had to do like a paper project. So that was more the cafe environment. I was, you know, desperate for a cafe. It didn't matter where it was. So, you know, don't take right. that as a compliment to big coffee. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, you know, as we're closing out, I mean, great overview of copper, great overview of kind of, you know, starting your own business and just the journey you're taking us on. And I think we all are going to look forward to not only, you know, um, being, spectators but also you know participants here and getting on board and trying copper for ourselves so i'm pumped for that um before we close you know any thoughts on you know and i know it's kind of a cliche question people probably ask all the time but you know one thing or a couple things you would tell your younger self either coming out of college or entering the business world in general just about um you know this whole journey that you're on one thing to tell my younger self yeah yeah, just in a business sense, really. I would say, you know, the times that I've failed are when I haven't hustled enough. And so just having that hustle because, you know, if you're not out there you know, hustling, someone else is. And so you've got to create opportunities for yourself, whether that's, you know, if you're on the job hunt, you got to be calling people, you got to be setting up, you know, informational interviews, things like that. If you're in your company, you got to be creating opportunities you know, meeting, you know, the right people. Um, and then, you know, if you're starting your own business, you got to take the initiative to get things done and not really 
um, let any barriers stop you, I'd say. No, it's fair. I mean, it's easy to sit back and let things come to you, but I think the, uh, you know, I think you were telling me when we were interviewing for jobs senior year, you, you, I think your brother actually, Ryan was saying, you know, the, the biggest thing I can tell you guys is be comfortable or get comfortable being uncomfortable. Cause that's kind of when growth happens. So yeah, man, no, I, I like that mindset. I think, uh, you know, we can all use it, look at ourselves in the mirror and make sure we're doing that. Um, yeah, man, no, this has been awesome. I think, uh, you know, first on my list here is kind of, firing up another bag of copper, um, you know, getting it through the grinder when we, you know, when we get that out and, uh, you know, getting back on the one cup of coffee a day thing. And who knows, maybe I'll move to two and go with the two bag subscription if I'm feeling it um, down the road. But, you know, baby steps. Yes, they charge, Maddie. If I yeah, could man. give one word of advice on how to, on how to improve your, your at-home coffee setup. Yeah. I'd say you got to get a grinder. That's the one thing that'll completely open your coffee up um, it'll make it a you know, hundred times better. So if you get a grinder, um, it'll totally be a game changer for your at home coffee. Love it, man. Love it. No, I, fortunately my parents have one, you know, big coffee drinkers. Um, in my apartment, I don't, but you know, if I get hooked during this COVID thing, um, you know, that'll be my first purchase. There we go. Should we set up a little promo for the listeners if they made it this far? I know. That's what I'm saying. I was going to, I was going to ask you about something like that, but I didn't want to put you on the spot, you know? And so, I mean, Hey, you tell me. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do, we'll do 50% off on your first subscription order. You can pause or cancel right afterwards. Um, you know, I've got faith that, that you'll like it. And so we'll do, we'll do lads, L-A-D-S. Um, if you, if you subscribe to copper one. Love that. Love that. And that's for subscription orders. Um, I'm writing it down now. So when I put this up. Yeah. So we do subscriptions and we do single bags. The subscriptions are $2 cheaper and you get a third wave water mineral packet along with the subscription and you can pause or cancel whenever you want. So it's really a better deal. Um, yeah. It's not, not really a commitment at all. All right, man. No, I like it. I'll throw out LADS all capital letters, dude. I, I actually appreciate that. I was going to, I was going to try to work in the promo, but you know, I didn't, you know, I didn't want to, I didn't want to, uh, encroach. So, Hey man, thanks for throwing everyone a bone. I think, um, you know, I'll, I'll be, I'll be getting a little more swag to join my shirt. And as soon as lads is up and running with some swag, you know, you got, you got a tee and maybe a hat coming your way. Awesome. Can't wait. All right, brother. Well, stay safe out there. Um, you know, it's great to take a break and hear from a, hear from a friend and, you know, real life things that are going on that'll continue after we're out of this, uh, this weird time. So, Thanks for joining us, man. And I'll let you get back to the lab with the, uh, you know, with the whole fresh beans. <laughs> All right. Thanks for having me on. All right, man. Talk soon. Bye.